Warning, the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. I got blisters on my fingers! <laughs> do it live! Yeah, we're not doing it live, but we're still El Donzo and Dees. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're here to rock you on a Sunday if we can get this damn thing uploaded. Dees, it's been a couple weeks. How you been, brother? Good, man. Busy. Busy? Yeah. This That's... is weird, not having headphones. <laughs> Why do you not have headphones? Because we don't have a cable long enough that'll make it here. I mean, I'll get through. I'm just saying this is the first run of doing it like this, and it's a little strange. <sighs> no. You need to have the headphones. Here, take this. Come, come on, come on. You don't have a cable here? Well, what am I going to sit in your lap? Just, just do it. You know you're not going to sit in my lap no matter how bad you want to. That is not going to... We got some technical difficulty going on here. Probably, probably should have done this before we started recording, but hey, know. we're, uh, <coughs> we're seasoned is, professionals is, here. Yeah. I know you got one because I brought it back. There you go. No, uh, that ain't it. Where is it? Ah, here it is. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. We're doing it live. We don't care. We'll just... Hey. Hey, hey, you got it? Hey, I can hear. I swear to God, this never happens to me. <laughs> so it's been a few weeks. Uh, it's good to see you back. Good to be back. Uh, we've... Got a lot of things to talk about this evening. Yes. One of those things I want to ask you about is, is I did a solo last night. And I, once again, I apologize for the uh, the earmuff deal. The it's well, I wasn't prepared. I, I, I did not watch that one. Last yeah, night? nobody did. Yeah, oh. yeah, nobody did. Don't worry about it. Yeah, nobody did. Well, good. No, squirrel Donzo. Nobody did. Uh, well, my, my sister-in-law, Lisa, actually watched it. The whole thing. Oh, Comment Live or? Live. Yeah, hey. went Facebook Live, which is what we're going to try to do with the Aldonzo and D show. Still, you know, doing it the correct way. Um, we still want to do that. But we're also going to try to, while we're doing it, put it on Facebook Live. Okay. Which, this is this has grown so much and what we can do what we can't do how we wire this up how we wire that up so anyway anyway right out of the gate what are your thoughts and i talked about this last night my own thoughts on uh the 20th anniversary of 9-11 what are yours well i mean it's it's a sad day um i i guess i'll make the same point that i seen actually uh on the nfl pregame today that it's the September 12th that I kind of think about in that that as tragic as it was really brought this country together. It absolutely did. I mean, nothing mattered but America on September 12th. And here we are 20 years later and everybody's just fighting tooth and nail over every little thing, and it's, I don't know, it's just kind of sad when you think about it. It's not only that. I mean, you know, in America, the divisiveness. Right. We are, we, we are fighting. I get that. 
I um, think I even made a comment at one point on this show back when all the uh, riots and stuff were going on that I said we almost need another polarizing event like that we, but, to try but, and bring this country together. To clar- clarify, yeah. we don't want that to happen. No, no, not yeah. at all. Not at all. But, you know, you're absolutely right, uh, Dees. September 12th, 2001... I never felt so much unity with my country. Oh, for sure. I, I never, I, I would, would have never imagined it. something I talked about yesterday was my story. Cause I saw a lot of people sharing this, right? Their story about where they were at, what they were doing. I shared mine. Yeah. I, I and clearly remember mine like it was yesterday. It was surreal because we didn't have cell phones back then. No. Well, there were they, cell they phones. They existed, but, but yeah. Very... But you didn't have, yeah, exactly. You didn't have everybody out there taking uh, footage and uploading it to Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. That None of that existed back then. Yeah. Now, a lot of the people watching this know that, but there's younger people that cannot wrap their minds around it. We didn't have that. We had to listen to the radio. We had to watch TV. When this first happened, when the first tower got struck, they wheeled a TV into the classroom and were watching it live. They didn't know what happened yet. They didn't know what it transpired. They knew a plane hit the World Trade Center. It's when you say stuff like that that I realize our age difference that you were still in school. Yes, I was still in school. I was in school. I was working at an office in Champaign. Yeah, probably a pretty damn easy job, too. Uh, Anyway, what were you doing? Uh, Building computers. Building computers. Yeah, video editing machines. And you can't even fix this computer? You didn't ask me. Well, I've told you I've had issues with it. I'm sure I could figure it out, but... God damn it. I anyway, think, I don't think they want to hear us do that right now. No, I don't think they do. I don't think anybody wants to. But anyway, so my story was they they pulled the TV and we're watching this. We don't know what the hell is going on. And then uh, the second plane hits. They take us into the auditorium, recapping what I said yesterday. But the drive home was so surreal because I had you remember Lytle and Lamb. Uh, that's rock 106 that's who i was listening to that's who i was fist me right fist bump me right uh, now you heard oh didn't they stay on the air they like, did all day they, they stayed on you're right they they were originally off at 11 o'clock in the morning lytle and lamb yeah, stayed 10. on air all, or is it 10 yeah they stayed on air all day and i listened to them on my drive home from school and i had this sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach how in the hell did this happen because growing up in America, America is this, this unicorn mm. when we were kids, nobody can touch us. And all of a sudden we've been attacked. And then you hear, you don't hear once again, this goes back. You don't have social media. You don't have YouTube. You have nothing like that. Mm. You start to hear about the Pentagon and you start to hear about flight 93 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And then on the way home from school, I'll never forget this. There were no planes in the sky, no contrails, no nothing. No, for several days. For several days. Yeah. And it was weird because at that time, you don't know that an order has been given to ground all the planes. You still don't know. This is hours after this happens. You still don't know exactly what the hell is going on yet. Yeah. I actually was driving uh, from here to to Champaign, yeah. listening to Lytle and Lamb like I did every morning. Just and they can i interrupt yeah. isn't that amazing that when that happened we were both listening to Lytle and lamb yeah Rock 20 years ago yeah. wwct yep. yeah wwct yeah they had and I, I can't remember his name but they had an intern that had worked for them uh for years but he 
got a radio job in New York. And they were literally talking to him on the air about it. And at this point, it was... They initially thought it was like a Cessna or a small plane. They did. They thought it was a small airplane. Because nobody saw it. Because once again, nobody... There wasn't thousands of people that had their phones out taking videos of everything like there is now, which is a big crutch we'll get into later. But yeah. and, And I got to the office... And literally everybody's huddled around a TV in the, uh, in, actually in our uh, workshop because I built video editing computers. So we had a lot of right. TVs for testing. And so we all huddled around that and watched the second plane hit live. And then subsequently, uh, literally no, obviously no work got done that day. Everybody was glued to the TV. But You didn't know what was going on exactly when the second plane hit. You didn't know the details. Right. But you knew... Shit, it hit the fan. Uh, yeah. This was not, you know, at first you thought maybe this was an accident. It this went is from like a yeah, freak accident to the second plane hit. And it was like, this the, is on something, purpose. Yeah. Something's happening. Like, yeah, we can't comprehend what's happening, but something like this isn't, you know, just too random. You know, this was our generation's Pearl Harbor. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and even, I mean, I, I hate to downplay that, but worse because Pearl Harbor happened on a military base like granted it's still tragic i don't want anybody to think that i'm trying to poo-poo it or anything like that but like, absolutely this not was, i know where you're going you know what this. i mean it was a military this attack. wasn't an attack on our military right. or military base this was an attack on innocent people yeah. that were going to work on on america i mean it wasn't you can't even pinpoint just new york i mean they they hit the pentagon and who knows, you know. Shanksville was en route to the White House. Yeah. They, there was a lot of planning that took place here. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, so it's it's something that we really felt we had to talk about. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm fighting back water in my eyes. Every 9-11, I just submerge myself in this stuff. And I, I don't want to forget it. I yeah. want to watch it. I don't want to watch it because it's because I'm weird like that. I want to remember it. My kids, I've taught my kids to, to know about this. Right. This is this is one of those things. You get in such a rut, you get so complacent, you think it'll never happen to me. And then all of a sudden, you've got, you know, commercial airliners flying into buildings, flying into the Pentagon. Yeah. It's a shock to the system. Yeah. So, but we have to remember this. We will never get back to how we were on September 12th. Not... No. No, 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 wait, let me, let me rephrase. Not anytime soon. We're well beyond that. And we're going to talk about the division in this country, uh, coming up a little bit later on the next segment. We'll never get back to that. Yeah. But what a bittersweet day that was when we all came together as a country. It didn't matter what your color was. Didn't matter who you voted for. It really didn't. Everybody. Yeah. You were American. I remember, and I, I told this story last night. So, a couple of weeks after that, after 9-11, that happened on Tuesday. It was a beautiful yep. late summer day. Yep. Uh, read a hustler in the work restroom, and I'll never forget this. It had all these people together, priests, uh, activists, people in blue ties, red ties, corporate, workers, laborers. And it was in front of the World Trade Centers. Hustler had that. Wow. I'll never forget that. And I only, I only actually read it for the uh, articles. Right. 
So Yeah, yeah, sure you did. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back. El Donzo and D's. You know, one last thing before we switch over. Um, I was a nervous wreck coming up to the 20th anniversary of September 11th. Because even on the 10th anniversary, the 5th anniversary, the 15th anniversary, I always thought, what the hell are these these idiots, these evil sons of bitches going to do now? What are they going to do to mark the anniversary of the day that they flew commercial airliners into the World Trade Centers, into the Pentagon, or that Flight 93 went down in that field? What are they going to do to commemorate that? But this was, there was a lot of compounding issues here, though. You got to look at it. 20 years after we, I would say exactly 20 years, but we've been over in Afghanistan for 19 years. All right. Okay. We go over there. We take control from the Taliban. We build up an Afghan government. We take our military over there. We fight wars. People die. So you have lives and treasure lost over there. Okay. Right before the 20th anniversary of 9-11, our incompetent-ass leader, if that's what you want to call him, who nobody voted for. Uh, somebody voted for him. They're idiots. But he didn't actually win the election, in my opinion. Our incompetent leader pulls out of Afghanistan with no strings attached, no contingencies, no anything. Leaves all this equipment over there allows them to take over Kabul and the rest of Afghanistan. They have more control of Afghanistan now than they did 20 years ago. Left them the Black Hawk helicopters. Mm. Left them pretty much a whole Air Force. Left them all the trucks. Left them the night vision goggles. Left them all our armaments. So, coming up to coming up to the 20th anniversary, I was a ball of knots. What are they going to do today? They being? The Taliban. Yeah. Or ISIS. Or Al-Qaeda. Because it doesn't matter. They're all the same. More They're all on the same team. More or less. Yeah. They all hate us. They hate the infidels. Yeah. They hate everything we stand for. They hate women. They hate homosexuals. Yeah. They hate Christianity. They hate, hate, hate. And nothing has been more apparent than that <coughs> in the past 20 years. So it was one of those things in the pit of my stomach. I was thinking, what in the hell is going to happen today? And thank God nothing happened. But that really doesn't alleviate my anxiety here. Because we have a powder keg over there right now in Afghanistan. Actually, Afghanistan is not the powder keg. We've given it back to them. I see reports of the Taliban has seized a Black Hawk helicopter. Or the Taliban seized this. The Taliban didn't seize a damn thing. No, they just took it. No, I mean, it was, yeah, it was there, there. Yeah, they didn't take anything. No, it yeah, was you're left right. There for them, they didn't seize anything. Yeah, Afghanistan. Be, be like I, le I left my phone here. Eldonzo seized my phone. No, it, he seen no, my no, phone no, 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 no. left on like, his desk. It'd be like if you said, Eldonzo, I'm out of here. Screw you. I'm never talking to you again. And here's my phone. Yeah. Well, not you even that. Say, Just throw it on the it. desk. You gave it to yeah. me, right? You yeah. threw it on it. here. Take my phone, Eldonzo. That's exactly what this dipshit did over in Afghanistan. So can I really say that Afghanistan's a powder keg? No, because they're already going door to door, door to door, executing American citizens. 
They're already raping and putting women into slavery. They, they picked up right where they left off, except now they have a country that was probably tenfold better than when we ran them out of there. You're talking $80 billion in equipment we left. All the structures, everything to set the government up. You know, Ghani just ran right out of there as we knew he would. But here's the thing. At least Donald Trump had his thumb on the situation. At least Donald Trump said, hey, look, you're going to do X, Y, and Z, or we're going to bomb the hell out of you. And they did that. They did that. They strike them every time they stepped out of line. We didn't have one U.S. casualty in 18 months. Now look what's going on. So, yeah, these people feel empowered. They feel emboldened. They feel like they've won. We are the last... We're going to talk about COVID here in a little bit. I saw a friend of mine from Australia saying that because of the lockdowns that Australia and all this stuff that's going on, and we'll get into more detail, that they are the laughing stock of the world now. You know, Joe Biden pretty much said, hold my beer. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> speaking, just to touch back on, did you see, I don't know how much oh, truth I, is I, to I got it, a tranny story for you, too. Oh, goody. Can't Go wait. Um so apparently Joe Biden has some uh, stocks in this Chinese company. <clears throat> no, China has stocks in Joe Biden. Well, that too. Why do you think this is happening? Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted. This, this company has a specialty of producing yes. batteries. Lithium batteries. And, oh, but wait a minute. There's a country in, uh, in Central Asia... In the Middle East, that has a shitload of lithium. Uh-huh. Where? What? What is that? Is this? Oh, it's Afghanistan. Yes. And and one specific region of Afghanistan, which is the border with China. So, which is you know what's funny about that too, D's. You know what else is is right next to the border of China, Bagram Air Force Base, mm-hmm. which they conveniently left first. To evacuate everybody out of Kabul. Right. Here's Bagram Air Force Base. Gee, who do we think is going to take that over? Well, the Taliban first, but uh, yeah. you know what? China, the one one belt, one one road initiative is what they're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, and China has basically taken that region for exactly. the lithium mining and everything. If you look at the one one belt, one one road initiative, there's two countries. I can't remember the one. It escapes me. Um, it's not Qatar. Maybe it is Qatar. Anyway, Afghanistan is the only country not in that right now. Don't you think, you know, I got all these people saying to me, well, why would Joe Biden do this? This is so stupid. Well, he just doesn't, he's lost his mind. He just, his mind is mush. Yes, his mind is mush, but China called their loans due. Yeah. They called them due. They said, this is how you're going to pay us back. This is how you're going to keep us from further blackmailing you. This is how you're going to keep this from getting out. This is how we're going to keep buying your son's artwork, which is shit, by the way, for $500,000. Hey, have you guys heard about this? Hunter Biden's artwork. Yeah. $500,000 a pop. But to be fair and to be honest, I think a lot of artwork that's considered masterpieces is shit. Like, I do, but but Hunter Biden's masturbate pieces are even worse than that. Yeah. You're talking about this dipshit. You know, if that was my kid and I was president of the United States and and he, he's got multiple laptops and he's filming himself. Not anymore, he does. No, not anymore. He's probably got one. 
I, I would say you, you look, dude, buddy, I love you, but you need to go to Idaho in the hills and live like uh, Ted Kaczynski. And <laughs> that was Montana, by the way. Montana, whatever. Yeah. I don't. Idaho. Somewhere potato, with very limited public exposure. Off. Get out of here. What the hell are you thinking? So, and we've talked about this before, but but the laptops, man, mm. they got everything on him. They just came out that a third laptop. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. we did. I'm just I'm just emphasizing, yeah. you idiots. You have they stolen by the Russians. Point is, China owns their asses. China told Joe Biden what to do and how to do this. So let's let's look at the benefits here. Biden pulls out of Afghanistan, leaves Afghanistan open for China. Right, that's one benefit. Yeah. The way he pulls out makes him look bad on the world stage. Right. Yeah. What's Israel think now? What's Taiwan think now? What does South Korea think? Consider this. They have no stock in us anymore. Right. Not to mention the fact that they've left all this equipment to sell to build up the Taliban. And here's going to come Xi Jinping right in there from China. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, go to the dentist because tooth hoodie. You know, he's going to go right in there and he's going to build this one belt, one road initiative right through Afghanistan, take all their stuff. And they're going to be enslaved to them. And nobody has confidence in us. They control the microchips. They control the batteries. They control everything. This is this is China's plan. If you're sitting there going, I don't know why Joe Biden would do this. Just think about China. Because everything he's done and the way he's done it has solely benefited China. Agreed. I don't think there's much way out of this. So hmm. coming up on the next segment we've got coming in we're going to talk about the covid 19 pandemic and how this has been reaching across in case you haven't heard about it in case you haven't heard about it israel we have israel we have probably iran we have australia i've got some insight from the australians on this coming right up Here we are, back again, bigger than life and twice as ugly, Aldonzo and D's. So, what I want to touch on in this segment, probably going to go into another segment too, is the COVID-19 pandemic that is ruining our country, that's ruining the world right now. I mean, it really is, just not in the way that some people want you to believe. Well, exactly. It's all political and sensationalism. And, you know, look no further than New South Wales, Australia specifically Sydney. If you're not abreast of what's going on there, I'm going to read you a piece from news.com Australia. We're going to go through this and we're going to have some discussion, but bear with me. I'm going to try to put on my, uh, my best, uh, grammar for this. And you know how good I can read stuff. Yeah. I can sound it out pretty good. Yeah. Just like I read those hustlers when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's no pictures in this article, so it might be a struggle folks. Yeah, so if I stumble all over myself, I apologize. Okay, News.com Australia. While millions of Australians were given a pathway out of lockdown in New South Wales this week, there are fears that Melbourne could remain locked down until Christmas. Those concerns are being stoked by the southern state's lagging vaccination rate, which may not hit 80% coverage until the end of December, according to some modeling. At the beginning of this month, 
Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews named September 23rd as of the date he believes 70% of eligible Victorians will have received their first vaccination dose and when restrictions can begin to lift. However, even if that target is met, the easing will be minimal. It will mean that the five-kilometer travel limit in Greater Melbourne, the five-kilometer travel limit, they have put travel restrictions in Melbourne, Australia. You can't go this far to do... Did you hear about the dogs that got put down? No. No, we'll talk about that later. Let me finish this one. Will be extended to 10 kilometers for shopping and exercises. Oh, how great they are. They have allowed us to go from 5 kilometers to 10 kilometers. Oh, what what just compassionate people you are. That's- you know, obviously Australia... Doesn't doesn't have any concept of their constitution or anything else, but they wouldn't like we have here, would they, Dees? Yeah, right. So hold on. They're only allowed to travel that outside of their home? Yes, the premier is being such a good Christian about this and, and being such a patriot that they can go from a five-kilometer travel limit in Melbourne to 10 kilometers for shopping and exercise. Outdoor exercise will increase from two to three hours per day. Do you get? Did you hear that? Instead of two, two hours for outdoor exercise, you can now have three. You still got to have your damn mask on, though. Wow. Outdoor communal gym equipment and skate parks will reopen. Outdoor personal training will be allowed with up to two people plus a trainer. Child minding for school-aged children will be permitted, and real estate private inspections of unoccupied premises will be allowed. Well, roll out cool in the gang celebration, then. I just want to celebrate D-Heart. That's not even the right song. Oh, what song was it? Sing it. Celebrate. Good times. Come on. A celebration. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, Screw that up. No big deal. So anyway, you just heard that. So Melbourne, Australia, New South Wales, Australia as a whole has this master plan for this. What I really think is funny, though, that I just can't get over. We're going to go to Newsweek right now, okay? Breakthrough cases. This is in regards to Israel. This is Israel, who I believe was back in April, started this big vaccine campaign where everybody's going to get vaccinated and we're all going to be good, good, good little Nazis over here. Well, that wasn't right for Israel, was it? Yeah, poor choice of words there. Yeah, poor choice of words. Sorry. it's it's. I'm, I'm pro-Israel. It was a joke. It was a bad joke. Maybe a joke in poor taste. Didn't didn't some a hole at the beginning of this say that was going to happen? Yes, no, that's that's. So yeah. don't sue me. This is from Newsweek. Okay, they're talking about so Israel did this big campaign to get everybody vaccinated, and like I said, I believe it was in. Oh no, the country launched a rapid vaccination campaign in December 2020 with hopes to get everybody vaccinated. But here's the issue. Breakthrough cases are also a matter of concern. Earlier this month, Science Magazine reported that 514 Israelis were hospitalized with COVID as of August 15th. Now, that doesn't sound too bad, does it, Dees? No. I don't think it does. I mean, you know, if I lived in Israel, I'd be pretty happy with those results. Oh, wait a minute. But 59% of those hospitalized had been fully vaccinated. No. 59% of these people had been fully vaccinated. I believed you. 
And the, oh, did you? Being yeah. sarcastic? Yes. I see what you did there. We've met. <laughs> hey, baby, I'll be here all night. <laughs> and that the vast majority of these fully vaccinated people were age 60 or older, which is pretty much the target pandemic yeah. for the vaccine. Since day one. So, you know, going back to Australia, I talked to some Australians. I'm going to share some of their stories with me. I'm not going to say names. Uh, the names have been changed to protect the guilty, as ACDC said in one of their songs, mm. which nobody probably gets. Only the names have been changed to protect the guilty. Anyway, so Australia talks about, well, we're going to lighten this up. But you got to remember, Israel, all these people, all these countries are using the same form of vaccine. So when it becomes apparent that over in Israel, these vaccines aren't working. They're not working here. They're not working here. No. We have people that have been fully vaccinated getting this being hospitalized and dying that that dipshit Walensky came out and said well yeah even vaccinated people can still contract it and be hospitalized and spread it well then why are we doing joe biden's vaccine mandate i'm going to get to that in a second okay because there's some other stuff i want to touch on with that but if you think this is over it's far from over you know the the covid vaccine that you got d's yeah they're saying it doesn't really do anything it's a delta variant Look at how fast these variants come up. Mm -hmm. It's a variant, a new variant, yeah. a new variant, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, to reference Wayne's World. It's never going to stop. That's, that's two shows in a row now. I know, right? <laughs> so these people, these, these power-hungry SOBs in these countries that want the new world order, that's what they want. They want a one currency. They want the new world order. They want everybody to be the same. They want no countries to have firearms because firearms make people powerful. These people have figured out a way to restrict you and control you, and that is exactly what's going on here. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. It's going to get worse. The only reason America is not in the same boat Australia is in is because of our Second Amendment and our other amendments, too. We, Joe Biden, this was back in... I said April earlier, this was back in April, where Joe Biden said, we the people are the government. Did you hear that? Mm. I wish I had that sound bite. He said, we the people are the government. No, you're not. You are not we the people. No. We the people elected you. We chose you. We didn't choose Joe Biden because we know that an election was rigged. We the people are the people that are paying taxes. We the people that are we the people are the ones that go and vote for you to go in and do our bidding as our constitution lays out mm -hmm. as this country was <clears throat> founded. So talk to some people in Australia. A friend of mine named Roger and Shell. Roger's an actor. You, you just said you weren't gonna name names. Well, not the full names. Dotson, we got Dotson here. See, nobody cares these. Yeah. That's that's not what it's I'm not just, like you use a last name. I'm just fucking with you, relax. What do you because it was funny. You said I'm not gonna name names, and that's the first thing you did. Okay, how about this then? How about this? Person A and person B. There we go. So person A has told me they've pretty much been in lockdown for four months. They cannot go out and get their mail, take their trash out without having a mask on, or the police will shake them down. The bad thing is they've been vaccinated. They've been fully vaccinated. They still have to have a mask on. They can't travel outside of their zone because they have a high coronavirus zone. If the numbers don't even really support this. 
this is a totalitarian thing that these governments have have started with. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about another friend of mine in Australia whose wife lives in Sweden. She is dying, and he cannot leave Australia. It's very sad. We're being hoodwinked all around the world, and it's for one common goal. We will be right back. Stay tuned. And we are back. This is Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're rocking your Sunday or Thursday if you work at a bank and you're bank ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mentioning names. I swear to God, this time I'm not going to do it. So in the last segment, we were talking about some Aussies that I know, getting some insight from them. Uh, <clears throat> one of them, the first one that was talking about he can't take his trash out, he can't go get his mail without having a mask on, even though he's vaccinated, fully vaccinated. He's 84, by the way. He has pretty much been in his house for four months. Wow. They have the military and the police out walking Sydney, Australia. And if you don't have a mask on or you are outside your kilometer limit, they use kilometers over there, then you will be pretty much arrested and fined. Now, there was a story that came out, and a lot of people listening may have heard this, that they put down rescue dogs in Australia. I have confirmed that, that this really did happen through my friend in Australia. He remembers this. It was outside of Sydney. And these people had rescue dogs and they had to go, but they couldn't go take care of them. So the government, you know, did what all good governments do, which is step in and kill them. You know, like uh, Ruby Ridge, you know, Randy Weaver in uh, Waco, Texas, you know, just what we did. it. You know, Janet Reno, we did it for the children. We did it for the children. We killed all the children for the children. (laughs) They they killed these rescue dogs. And and it's fun. Go ahead. Sorry. Have you seen Suicide Squad? I know you're not into that. No, no, I'm not. No. What? John Cena plays the character, um, the peacemaker. I have and, not, no. Anyway, at one point, he goes, I care uh, so much about peace that I'll kill every man, woman, and child it takes to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what our governments are. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Um, so talking about the dog thing, yeah, they really went there and and capped these dogs, which because, you know, of course, in Australia, they're going to take your guns. They did that in 96. They had the gun confiscation. Uh, so they'll take your guns, but they can have their guns to go put down dogs, shoot them. From what I understand, they actually popped them. So my friend used the term woke. He said in, in that part of Australia, I think he said it was up north that this happened, that Yeah, they went in, thought they just had to kill the dogs because they're less woke there. I gave him kind of the American's definition of woke. Woke is you can't be okay with abortion. You have to love it. Woke is you, you can't just walk away or stand for a national anthem. You have to kneel at it. Woke is social justice. Woke is we need our own national anthem. Cancel culture. Cancel culture culture i told him i said you know i'm not woke i mean a four-wheel drive pickup got a tall boy in the in the in the cup holder and a gun rack in the back and i'm still not gonna go up and pop innocent dogs yeah okay and i'm not woke so we we talked about that a little bit but you're talking about this is somebody on the other side of the country which leads into something else i think we've talked about is 
different realities. Everybody has a different reality. The reality in Australia is different than what it is here. The reality in Chicago is different than what it is in Bloomington, Illinois or Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> I mean, far. the realities are just completely different. Now, one thing that really bothers me is these. Maybe you've heard about this. Maybe you haven't. I know you got your stuff going on as everybody else does. Thursday, Joe Biden announced that companies with more than 100 employees will have to do mandatory vaccinations, that, that the employees will have to get the COVID vaccine, or they will have to submit to weekly testing. That's utterly ridiculous. There's a lot of co or companies with more than 100 employees. It is utterly ridiculous. And you know what? I, I wasn't around the last time a revolution happened in this country. Were you? No. We may just be around for this one. Look, everybody has to really sit back. There's a lot of people that do that Charlton Heston thing, which I love Charlton Heston, but they say, you from my cold, dead hands. I, you know, I want to see people mean it because that's what we're getting towards. So this, this, and I know what I know what some are going to say. Well, there's the option to just test weekly, everybody. Who, How much do you think that costs? I was going to say, who's, who's going to pay for that? They're, they know what they're doing. Yeah. This vaccine mandate, and by the way, that's OSHA is going to be doing this but, because it's a workplace. That's a legit health issue. Do you know had like who is supposed to pay for those tests? Oh, the company's going to pay for them. Either they mandate that their employees get vaccinated or the company has or to the pay campaign. For the what do you think is going to happen? They're forcing the companies to just say, fucking mandate it. You have to get your vaccine. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to fire people. They absolutely are. Yeah. They absolutely are. And we're going to talk about some healthcare workers in New York and Texas coming up here pretty soon that mm -hmm. have had that. And they've resigned to the point to where it's the hospital, here. it has. It, we know I have people. friends that I do too. Yeah. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, but he had OSHA do this because it was workplace health. So, yeah, going back to that, they are not going to do this weekly testing. It's a $14,000 fine per employee that is not in the program, i.e. either vaccinated or not tested. How many businesses with over 100 people do you think are going to take that risk? <laughs> Less They're than not. zero. Less than yeah. zero. Negative 10. Yeah. Negative 10 companies are going to do that. Yeah, they're, they're just going to fire them. There's That's... going to be a lot of infractions there. There's going to be a lot of people taking their religious exemption if they can find one. There's going to be a lot of companies that are going, hey, all right, subcontractors, what can we do to make this happen? But at yeah. the end of the day, they want us to be vaccinated. That's all they want. They want to see who's going to conform and who's not going to conform with this. They want to know. Which, believe it or not, we've still got some segments left. Will lead me into probably the last segment of what they want to see. Now, Ronald Klain, who is Biden's chief of staff, dropped the ball big time legally. Now, he didn't say this. He didn't type this. But he took this ball and ran with it. On Thursday, MSNBC anchor, as Rush Limbaugh would say... Info babe, Stephanie Rule tweeted ahead of Biden's speech mandating two-thirds of all U.S. workers to get COVID-19 shots. That the move is, quote, the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccinations 
which they cannot do. They can, the federal government cannot require this, which is why they're using OSHA, which is why this is a workaround. Yeah. Ronald Klain, that sorry little shit, retweeted that. That smug little SOB. But what he's done now is opened up a legal door for people to say this is illegal and this was you guys were putting them up to it and this is a workaround to get what you want. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing in this country right now. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine. I know people that have gotten the vaccine, good for them. I know conservatives who have gotten the vaccine. I know libertarians, I'm looking at you, D's, hmm. who've gotten the vaccine, get the vaccine. I don't care. I'm not getting it. But to go out there and mandate that we get this vaccine, isn't this funny? And and I know you're a libertarian, but... If anything, yes. If anything, yes. I think you probably lean more conservative at this yeah. point. But, you, I mean, libertarian, the values, yeah, the if ideas... I, if I had to give myself a label, it would be that. You're, you're But you're classic libertarian. Yeah. You're not modern libertarian. Yeah. Okay? You're not open borders, let everybody do what they yeah, want. No, no, no. You know, drive drunk and go shoot your family members and screw sheep and yeah. pigs and all this other stuff. I like the livestock, baby. <laughs> she said. Anyway, um, so he's classic libertarian, which is really, I mean, in my opinion, what conservatism has moved towards now. Think about that. Yeah, Con it's, it's leaning a lot more that way than it has in the past. But oh, yeah. I, I agree 100%. Uh, this is like the abortion thing. And 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 every, anybody listening to this has heard people talk about the, the abortion uh, matchup, which is my body, my choice. Why doesn't this apply now? Why are we being forced to do it? Right. You know, we're going to touch on that here in just a minizzle. So if you just sit back and uh, listen to this Black Oak, Arkansas play us out. That's something else I want to talk about, too. Black Oak, Arkansas? You know it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're back. Hi. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> that funny? Anyway, okay, moving on. So we were talking about the abortion thing, so the abortion rights and all this stuff. And Dee's, have I, Dee's and I have had really in-depth conversations about this, the abortion thing. Dee's, will you kind of give your opinion on the whole abortion thing? Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily, like I'm not a huge fan of it, but I definitely think it should be people's right. I don't think the government should say what a woman can or can't do with her body. Okay. But I, I think there should be limitations. Perfect. I think the the Texas law is bullshit saying that six weeks, most women don't even know they're pregnant in six weeks. And there are so many extenuating circumstances that, I mean, it just doesn't, if they were raped or, you know, if there's a, a health injury, eh, health issue or a danger to the mother, whatever it, they don't care. But, and but I think that's bullshit. You, 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 you set this up greatly though. You are not a proponent of abortion. Right. You're not a proponent. 
Yeah. But you understand that there may be a need for it, and this should be done case by case. Yeah. And there should be enough time allowed that we can do this early. Yeah. And I'm not saying you should only be allowed to get them if there's extenuating circumstances. Look, if, if Sally went out last night and made a mistake and realizes that she can't take care of this baby or, or doesn't want to bring a child into the world, like whatever. the morning after pill. Well, or even if she doesn't find out until week nine, 10 or whatever. And it's like a whole, holy shit, I can't do this. That's, that's her right. Right. But you're still in the first trimester. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you get past weeks, 12, 13, 14, at that point, then we, we start to get a little dark. So, and here for anybody listening, there's going to be people listening to this that are going, no, these, you're an asshole. This isn't, this shouldn't be, you can't do And, and, and I'm against abortion not from a religious standpoint. Right. I'm against abortion from a, how do I put this? Principle, um, accountability standpoint. No. We, we got to stop making abortions easy peasy. We, we got to stop that these to people that just go out and screw anything that walks. And then they get a baby. In but you're not going to stop six, that, though. That's no, the no, thing. You're, you're yeah. right. You're not going to stop that. Just like. You cannot stop your teenage son if he wants to go out and drink with his buddies. But you can discourage it. You don't have to support it. And and yeah, that would cut it down. We and this goes back to the gun violence in Chicago. This this isn't a gun issue. This isn't really really an abortion issue. Hear me out here. This is a societal issue and an accountability issue. So touched on this yesterday. And this is going to tie back into COVID-19. I believe it was 241 children. Uh, I think the, the numbers were 30 of which were fatally shot. But 241 children were shot in Chicago. I don't have the notes in front of me. Did this last night. Shot in Chicago. Okay, children under the age of 17. In in, in a year. Okay. In, in this year so far. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Following? Yeah. Okay. 214 children since the start of the pandemic, ages under 17, have died from coronavirus. Now, everybody really gets their ass up in the air about making sure these kids are masked. And we got to vaccinate vaccinate kids under six years old. And we got to shut down the schools. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody's kid is better off going to a bar's restroom outside Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville, 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 Kentucky, having their kids stripped down naked, roll on the bathroom floor, and not use hand sanitizer and lick the walls. Their kid is safer than living in Chicago. That, that's no, that's not in Chicago. No, let me let me just get this out of the yeah, way. Go ahead. That's not. 100, uh, 241 kids killed in Chicago versus 214 died from coronavirus in Chicago. That's the whole country the 214 under 17 have died in. Yeah. I was just going to ask why you picked on Louisville. I don't know. L- Louisville. <laughs> this is fun to say. Louisville. Hey, Louisville. Hey, what's the capital of Kentucky? How do you say it? Frankfurt. <laughs> you are the man. Yes, you are asshole. the man. You yeah. know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I am. So anyway, the abortion the double standards that exist in our country, they want the right to abort everything. My body, my choice. And we've heard this argument before, but when it comes down to getting a damn vaccine, which potentially could harm you, then it's, then it's not our body, our choice. Yes. Those same people are screaming. Yeah. 
Now, here's my issue with the my body, my choice. And, you know, this is a woman's sole decision to make with abortion. Hear me out here. Babies, you know, women don't reproduce asexually, do they? Well, no. No, it takes a man and a woman or a, or a, uh, uh, a Caitlyn Jenner or something like that. Anyway, it takes a man and a woman, maybe not together. I mean, maybe separate, like separate men and women. Like, like not trans. We, we get it. We're, okay, we're yeah. going to talk about that too. Uh, anyway, okay. Ooh, we're at 48 minutes. We got we, we to gotta get to some stuff here. So anyway, it takes a man and a woman to make a baby. I think at a minimum, you shouldn't say it's her right to choose as her body because it takes two to tango. There's a father there. He at least, at a very minimum, should have something to say with that. Do you agree? For the most part. I mean, that's something we've created. Yes, if you ever there, have kids, there are circumstances, but You yeah. have created that. That's a beautiful thing. It's great when you create life. Now, people can take the religious aspect of that or whatever they want to do, and that's their own business. But when you create something living and breathing, you and somebody else have done this. It is a great thing. So to simply say my body, my choice, well, wait a minute. There's somebody in your body that's made of you and somebody else. My only point with that. Now, and now for something completely different. We're going to step away from the coronavirus for a little bit. I want to pull this up. Oh, you want to talk about Joe Biden's approval ratings? That'll be a short discussion. It'll be a short discussion, yes. but it'll be well worth it. And I guarantee you right now. Ooh, this is Town Hall. If you guys don't read Town Hall, go over there. They got some good stuff. So for the first time, a greater share of Americans disapprove, which is 45%, of Biden's handling of the coronavirus pandemic than approve, which is 42%. Now, you remember, he got elected because there was going to be adults in the government now, and he was going to lead this coronavirus thing, and he cared, and Trump was a bad tweeter, and he was a big silly, and orange man bad, and all this other shit. This week, just 40% approve of the president's handling of jobs in the economy, while 47% disapprove. Only 16% of American adults now think the economy is proving, while nearly three times as many, 44%, say it is getting worse. So, that just tells me that 16% of American adults are fucking stupid. S stupid with a capital stew yeah. these as i would put there's it. nothing about this economy that's improving right no, now. no it's it's horrible it's hor it's like they came out and said well you know inf inflation you know food inflation is really not bad if you don't count uh beef uh poultry and pork <laughs> it's like, what? well that's what we got to eat we don't eat tofu all the time do we nowadays no hey do you can vegans and vegetarians eat pudding uh <laughs> you got me. I'm I'm not sure. No. How can you have any pudding if, if you, you don't, don't eat, eat your the meat? meat? I saw you, that on, yes, you I saw that on Facebook today. That I, was great. I, 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 yes, you just you led the perfect layup there, lobbed lobbed it up, and I was able to slam it. I was trying to keep up. You're too fast for me, Dees. What can I say? <clears throat> so anyway, uh 44% say he's getting worse. Another 27% say the economy is about the same. At the beginning of the Biden presidency, just as a great share of Americans as today said the economy was worsening, 44% in the January 30th poll, but that changed quickly in May and for part of June. More people said the economy was improving than worsening. No longer the case. Of course it isn't the case. 
look what's going on. No, the economy was doing great behind Captain Orange. And and then the pandemic hit and it went to shit. And that was one of their big selling points during the election was, oh, the economy is going in the tank with Trump. Well, that's because you the people... The coronavirus yes. pandemic, you shut everything down. Yeah. Idiots, idiots. We'll be right back. Dag nabbit. Just shucks and fiddlesticks. Aw, oh, shoot. And we are finally back. Dees, how was that break for you, my man? I love how you say finally back because the listener literally, like, we literally went, we'll be right back. And we are back. Like, there's no pause there, but it's funny. Okay, there wasn't a pause there, but who cares? There's only two people listening. The break was great. Yeah, I thought the break was great. All 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Well, this is enough to get, you know, recouped and get our proverbial stuff together. I don't know. I need to check the labor laws. Did you, did (laughs) did you, shut up. Did you just start a union now at El yeah, Dorado and D's? Yes. Yeah, union, union break. SOB. Union break. Hey, did anybody happen to see Trump going to the NYPD headquarters and talking to the officers? Did you see it? Yeah. This is a perfect illustration. And, oh, excuse me. That T went down the wrong tube. Uh, yeah. He's looking at me like that ain't T. Yeah, it's T. It's T. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't spike it. He went and talked to the NYPD, and you have to watch this. I don't know. It was on Breitbart. Somebody took a video of it, uploaded it. It was a perfect illustration of why we voted for Donald Trump and why we reelected him in 2020. We're still waiting for Maricopa and these other audits to get some, hopefully gain some traction here. Uh, we're going to talk about that next week. Because there's supposed to be some breaking stuff coming out. But anyway, why we elected him to be president and why we re-elected him to be president. This guy goes in there. He says what's on his mind, which is refreshing. That's what people like us have always wanted. Now, there's been people that have thought that he's gotten his tit in the ringer with his tweets. And maybe he did. But when you go from... No, we don't think that. He did. (laughs) When you go from 63 million net votes... To I guess what would it be seventy five million yeah. net votes? Obviously, there's a lot of people going. I don't give a shit what he says. I like it. Yeah, no, and I even made the point. It isn't the ones that that liked him and the conservatives. It was the fact that he made those that didn't like him not like him more. And well, that's okay, D's. You know what we I'm don't, saying? We don't need them. They they don't get to play in our sandbox. <laughs> they can just screw right off. So anyway, if you if you can watch that, go to Breitbart. It's it's on other. Uh, it's all over s- Facebook. It is. Go watch that. That's a perfect illustration of a leader right there. He goes in there. He's got his New York style, and something I touched on last night was when he was down in Florida, the Southern District of New York. You remember this a couple months ago was going to arrest him. They had all the dirt on Donald Trump. If he ever comes back here, we're going to get him. If he goes to New Jersey, we're going to arrest him. If he comes to New York, we're going to arrest him. We got everything. We, you know what? Then he went to Bedminster, New Jersey. And he walked around, you know, like uh, John Wayne. Like, oh, fuck him. You know? And then he goes over to New York, goes to the NYPD headquarters and goes in there and has a chat with all these guys, gives them a good pep talk about 9-11 in Afghanistan. He just knocks it out of the park. What have we got in the White House now? Mumbling, bumbling Joe Biden. That idiot. They can't even control him. Yeah. He's that far gone. I would, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if there's a video of him 
that he's standing at the podium and he opens a thing of applesauce and just dumps it down his pants. That 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 would not shock me. I, I I need to find out what stadiums this is happening in. I know you're not a sports fan, but two weeks in a row now at major college football game, the the stadium has broken into a Biden sucks chant. Oh yeah, what about the? There was a Holyfield fight, wasn't it? Recently, that there were Saturday night. Yeah, that they were chanting. Well, that's because Trump, Donald, Trump, Trump. Yeah, that's because Trump was there. People love this guy. He was he there is, doing commentary. He is the most beloved president we've ever had, whether you want to believe it or not. For the Nobody, ninety seconds that that fight lasted. But can you think of another president that's that has rallies after he's been? And I got my quotation marks up here. Voted out of office. No. That people love him. We love him. We want him back. We're yearning for that, that that reality. Yeah, sir, sure, he says some stupid stuff from time to time, yeah. but this guy, I, whatever I, pops in there, he I've says I've said it. it before, but I could go for some mean tweets right I, now. I really could, too. And lower gas prices, yeah. right? So, okay, so so something I want to get D's, 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 D's nuts. I want to get D's take on. Did you know I got put in Facebook jail? I'm not surprised. By Warden Zuckerberg. He put me back in the hole for 30 days. I'm only surprised that that's... Was that your first offense? No, that was, oh. that was not my first. It wasn't 30 days. 30 days in the hole. No, it wasn't that at all. It was 24 hours. So, okay, check this out. Sorry if you've heard this, but I got to tell Dee's about it. There was like a L'Oreal uh, ad on Facebook. And the guy, it was a guy. It wasn't a chick. Right? Usually L'Oreal, you know? Yeah, makeup. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Oh, that's Maybelline. Yes. Anyway, so L'Oreal, usually a chick. Hair care product. I think it was L'Oreal. or something. This guy who had a beard looked like Jason Momoa. Okay. From Aquaman yeah, and Game Jason of Thrones. You, you know, you, you, you spank to him every night. Yep. So anyway, it was Jason. It looked like Jason That's Momoa. a sexy man. I'm, I'm 100% He is straight, a good looking dude. Yeah. That, and, and we. If I were going to pitch for that team, he'd be on the list. So is it time to do the test? Nah. Well, do you, is Jason around? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get done with the podcast first and we'll right. go from there. So anyway, this guy it looks like Jason Momoa. I'm sure it's not Jason Momoa. But it's, it's all about the hair. He's got a beard and he's got like eyeliner on or eyeshadow. I don't know. I'm not a, I don't do makeup. I have no idea, but he's make made up and he's, he's frisking around and he's got bat in his eyes, you know, like come get me. This you is know? where we need the cameras on. This is where I did it last <laughs> night. I, if you go to Facebook live, you can see me do the, the little frisky Jason Momoa. Here I am. Ravage me thing. So anyway, all I did was, was on this video I commented on it. I said, is that a tranny? Guess what? So if if using the word tranny, which is abbreviating transsexual or transgendered or trans whatever, uh, that's actually hate speech, according to Facebook. So you got popped for a video? I got popped for commenting on a video. Oh, okay. I said, is that a tranny? I is that you. a dude that wants to be a woman? You can't do that now. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So, leading me into this. So, check this out. Transgendered fighter, Alana McLaughlin. Are you familiar? You follow sports, Dees. Uh, 
I don't. I know I've heard of some, but I'm not sure if I if if it's that specific one. Well, this dude, check this out. Thirty eight year old trans woman. It's a dude. Okay. Was was. It's still fit. Um, it's got. I don't know if he's got his wedding tackle intact. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it was a dude. But but check this out. Thirty eight years old. He's a former Green Beret, Special Forces. Matt. Donovan, I hope you're hearing this right now because I haven't had the opportunity to tell you about this. He's one of your guys, okay? <laughs> These will get it. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so, Alana McLaughlin, which I'm guessing may have been Alan McLaughlin at some point. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know, a, Chastity Bono, Chaz Bono. Yeah, be a fair I saw guess. a thing about Chaz Bono. I said, you need to see Chaz Bono now. She's lost a lot of he's lost a lot of weight could be a model and it was clickbait i clicked it Nah, can't be a model anyway a lot of mclaughlin wins her first her wins her mma debut and this this was part of the story she used a rear naked chokehold against selena provost to end the match in three minutes and 32 seconds in the second round Selena Provost is a woman. She's but a little girl. So you've got a 38-year-old ex-Special Forces guy in an MMA match against a biological woman. Yeah. What do you think about this, Deez? Uh Look, I don't care what your personal choices are, what... You want to be a man, it's woman, absolutely, whatever you. If you want to whack off your 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 pee pee, do it. <laughs> but I, but when it comes it. to sports, especially combat sports, I don't think there's a place for it. It's, I mean, it, Joe Rogan has talked about this a lot, um, and yeah, combat sports especially they have no business being involved in. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, you've got the thing on your screen there about the weightlifter from New oh, Zealand. Laurel Hubbard. Yeah. And this is actually... She got her ass kicked, though. Like, she didn't do anything. No, and she's a dude. Yeah. Transgender Olympian Laurel Hubbard fails to win medal in Olympic debut. How bad is that you're a dude? And look at this guy. He's a big guy. Girl. This dude ate his Wheaties. Look at him. Yeah. Apparently not enough of How them. bad would that be that you're like weightlifting against women and you lose? You don't even place. You don't even get a medal. Yeah. You didn't even come in third place. Laurel, maybe it's time to go bake donuts or something. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> at that point, maybe it's time for something new. Oh, yeah. And this Alana McLaughlin, she, uh, quote, she hopes to be a pioneer for trans athletes. Yeah. No. There, and there, this there is are a gonna sick be, world we live in, though. Why? Why would you put these people against? There are going to be cases, and and we hell, we've seen it where girls have wrestled boys like in high school and won and 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 won championships. So it's going to happen. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that every single <laughs> uh, transgender male to female that gets into a sport, whether it be combat or otherwise, is just going to dominate because that's not as we saw in the Olympics, not always going to happen, but green berets get trained to kill. Yeah. But uh, 
they're trained to fight the hand to hand combat. Understandable for shit's sake. But people that are involved in MMA now, granted, this particular case, I would imagine the person, the the woman that was involved in the fight with this person, um, was probably pretty green as well. I think somebody well trained in MMA, like a uh I'm not now I'm gonna draw a blank on the big uh Nunez in the UFC, the woman's champion. Oh yeah, yeah. absolute badass. Uh somebody like that I think could hold their own in a particular weight class against somebody like that. But fighting a debut match, I'm sure it was against somebody that didn't have that much experience. So yeah, the the whole Green Beret stuff probably came in pretty handy. Well, you know what? Let's let's get a professional's opinion on trans athletes, okay? Caitlyn Jenner. TM, <laughs> TMZ t- accosted Caitlyn Jenner, okay? Uh, and asked her about female identifying transgender persons, specifically males, competing in girls and women's sports. Her reply was, and I quote, I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girls' sports in our schools. So, Caitlin, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, is more feminist than feminists are. Because you don't see a whole lot of feminists standing up right now for this, do you? I got an idea. Check this out. What do you think? You tell me. Instead of allowing trans athletes to participate in cross-gendered sports, which now, I mean, you can't even say that they're, they used to be male because that's hate speech, too. How about we do this? How about we give trans athletes their own sports? The Trans Olympics. The yeah. Transatlantic Olympics. But do you really think there's like, that many that are going to compete? No. Yeah. No, I don't. And that's my whole point. Why are we doing this? You know, I can appreciate somebody that has issues or that feels they want to be trans. But that doesn't give you a right to go in and piss all over somebody else's sport. Here's here, It doesn't. Here's where I guess if I have a problem with it i would say you you hear about these stories with the uh male to female transgender athletes you know going from the male sports to the female sports right you don't hear it the other way that's because there is a huge 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 difference in ability there that's what i'm saying like i haven't seen a single female to male transgender person all of a sudden decide that they're going to go and, and fight heavyweights in, in boxing or MMA or anything like that. And because and let's just be honest here. They can't men, win. There's a disadvantage. Genetically built differently than women. they are. And there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. No matter what your politicians or, or, or these, these wackos say, there's nothing wrong with that because that's nature. That's and just I, and how I, this is just built. to be clear. I won't say that it'll never happen. A woman beating a man. It's happened in numerous sports. My old lady beats me all the time, Dees. <laughs> I'm just saying we never hear about the transgender part of it where they're going to go and do, compete in men's sports because chances are they're not going to do very well. Agreed. Yeah. This is Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're out of here, baby. See ya.